Welcome back to another episode of Black Hair Care No Chaser with me, Kanisha Tillman, the owner of Tutus and Tennis Shoes. Tutus and Tennis Shoes is a hair care education company. Although I can teach anyone, I specialize in teaching white adoptive parents of how to take care of their black kids' hair. So today's podcast episode you will hear is actually an excerpt from a live that I did on multiple platforms on social media. Please let me know if you enjoyed this episode or what are some things that you would like to hear me talk about more. Would you like for me to do more interviews? Whatever it is, just send me a message and let me know. The website is www.tutustennisshoes.com. Thank you. Talk to y'all later. So I get questions about teens or parents of teens that are like, well, how do I get my teenager to do their hair? Or even preteens, my nine-year-old doesn't comb her hair well. And so today let's talk about it. So a lot of times um, these questions, you guys, I think most of you guys know that I specialize in teaching white adoptive parents how to take care of their kids, but that's not the only people I teach. Um, Sometimes it is a biological family. So the child is biracial, black, and the parents are white or one parent is white and they're trying to get their child to take care of their hair. The thing is, a lot of the parents themselves had a challenge learning how to take care of their child's hair. And then somehow by osmosis, they expect this preteen or teenager to take care of their own hair when they have not properly learned how to take care of their own hair yet. So the first thing I want you guys to acknowledge is that um, the number one way to learn hair care is by modeling. So either you have to be consistent in learning how to take care of their hair and or you have to be the one to show them on a regular basis. So you're gonna break it down in bits and pieces. By time they're eight, you can start teaching them how to braid string, so yarn. You can teach them how to unbraid yarn. You can teach them how to take down their own braids in their hair. They're not gonna be able to necessarily detangle well or detangle without breaking um, their hair off, but they can take down their own braids. They can take down their hairstyles. They can pop the rubber bands out. They can um, pre-poo. So if you guys are doing a pre-poo, they can apply the excess oil into their hair to get ready for the shampoo. They can collect the products that you're going to use for hair day. And that way they get used to seeing what's needed, what do you use it for, and when do you use it? So when you're talking about teen hair care, it actually starts way before they become a teenager. It starts when they're younger and you're always involving them, okay? So then once they get to be about 12 or 13 and their hormones and their brain is telling them that hygiene doesn't matter unless they have a crush on somebody, hygiene doesn't matter to them. So you have to repeat whatever it is you expect them to do um, with hair care, just like you have to repeat what you're asking them to do as far as hygiene. So if you're asking them to take showers daily, then you're also continuously asking them, hey, you know, hair day is coming up. We need to shampoo your hair on Sunday. You have to constantly repeat it because it's a part of their growth. It's a part of their mental development. Their brain is telling them that hygiene is not important. So there's nothing that somebody like me can come over and say to them that will somehow make their brain be like, oh, this does matter. Usually what matters is when they get a crush on somebody and that person has either cracked jokes on them or is not interested and it has something to do with their appearance or they perceive it has something to do with their appearance. The other thing with modeling is if your child is not surrounded by black people, they're in an all white space, then they don't ever see anybody else taking care of their hair. 
So that influence is not happening organically. It's always some awkward conversation or you trying to contact me or like you trying to get somebody randomly at work to have a conversation with your kid. While those conversations and interactions have a small impact, what has a larger impact is your teenagers being surrounded by kids who look like them, who have hair that is similar to them, not just kids, but their parents, their aunties, their cousins. And that way, some of it happens organically and they just see it and they're like, oh, well, such and such use this brush. I maybe should try it. Um, Artichoke Insta. That sounds like a scam. They asked me to join my live the last time on Instagram. No, thank you. All right. So the number one way to rehash that, the number one way to learn or to get your teens to learn how to take care of their hair is to model it. So you need to learn how to take care of their hair before they become a teenager and show them and include them. And then you also need to have people around them that has similar hair, similar skin. And so they always see it and it just becomes an organic progression. Um, the other thing is change your perception or your expectation of what they can and cannot do to their hair. They can't see the top of their head. And so parting and completely detangling it is often challenging for them. Most teenagers that I run to, especially the biracial teens with a looser curl, get to a point where they just throw their hair in a messy bun on top of their head and they never try to detangle right up here in the crown. So this stays damp, it gets musty, and it gets a fungal overgrowth because this is where it's always wet. That's where that messy bun is always sitting. It's always tangled, so it's a lot of mass and there's not enough air getting through there. When you have a situation like that, you'll have um, a fungal and bacteria overgrowth because it's a happy spot for fungus. It's kind of dark. It doesn't get a lot of oxygen. It's anaerobic, basically. Um, and the teen can't get in there and get it all out. So you'll have to help them and you'll continuously have to have conversations with them about how to properly detangle if you have not had those conversations before. If you have a teen with the attitude problem and they think it's a waste of time and they don't want to hear your mouth, too bad so sad you still tell them and you still tell them to come have a seat so you can take that down and detangle it because if you don't it will be outside of a salon issue you'll be going to the doctor asking them to prescribe you something so now you're paying the copay and now you're paying for that prescription and now you're going to have a lot of dryness and um some hair loss as that prescription helps reduce the fungal and the bacteria overgrowth and again if you have a black kid in an all white area, there's a good chance that your white doctor will not accurately diagnose whatever is going on on their skin because they're not used to seeing skin that has so much melanin. Um, so we can avoid some of that excess problems if you uh, don't argue with your teenager and just make it non-negotiable. But also that standard should be set before they get to the hormones where they're talking back so much. Hair care should be non-negotiable just like washing your butt is non-negotiable, okay? Okay, so um, teenagers like to jump to using heat tools. They like to go from knowing nothing to all of a sudden they are a pro and they want flat irons. Take the flat irons out your house. If you have a problem with your teenager following directions, take the flat irons out your house. Because again, what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna cause more damage that is either gonna be expensive to repair or it is irreparable. And honestly, heat damage is not repairable. It's just that you can um, put enough product on it to hold the strands on until they grow out and you can trim them off. 
So you're basically putting a cast on. You're not actually repairing hair. Heat damage is irreparable, just like chemical damage is irreparable, which leads me to my next point. Do not jump into chemicals. Teenagers also like to go from knowing nothing to wanting to play in a bunch of color. If you're going to play in color, let it be a rinse or a, um, a demi-permanent color. Do not jump into permanent hair color where you have to use a... Um, peroxide to lift the hair because you're going to end up causing some chemical damage one more than likely their hair is not really healthy anyway it's already had some damage because they're not caring for it well and then you jump on there and you want to take it really really light and so you're lifting the cuticles you're pulling out all these molecules you're basically weakening the hair strand that they are in turn not going to condition and keep health or try to like keep it healthy and restore some of the health and when i say restore that is a lie you're not really restoring it you're coating it okay so teenagers do not jump into heat tools, high heat. They can blow dry as long as they put a heat protectant on it. So you can teach your, your teenager how to blow dry their hair out, to stretch it, to get different styles, but don't hand them the flat irons and expect them to know what to do with it. Leave the flat iron styles to a professional until you guys learn how to do it. Um, and then also don't jump into color unless you are going to take them to a professional and continuously take them to a professional to keep their hair as healthy as possible with that hair color. You can do, they have like the new um, chalks and pomades that have colors in them. Those are not going to damage the hair at all. So those are safe. If you want to do some like fantasy colors or if you want to do a rinse and you add like a little red or something, but you can only see in the sunlight, that's all fine. Just don't go into permanent colors. Okay. So then my next point is find three or four styles that they have mastered or that they really like and rotate in between those three or four styles. That way you're building the skill set and they are still learning, um, but it's not so much pressure to try to do every style that they saw Cardi B or whoever. I'm getting kind of old. I don't know who the teenagers are listening to now. Really, they shouldn't be listening to Cardi B. It's not appropriate for their age, whatever. Um, but find a couple of styles that you guys can rotate in between that you have mastered and allow them to do that for a couple of months until you build up new skills. So if they are learning to braid their hair, well, which different ways can we pin this braid in a new way? Or maybe we can, you know, wrap this braid around a bun. Find you a couple of styles and rotate between those, okay? My next point is nine to 14 years of age do not need a lot of extensions. They don't need unrealistic extensions. So um, sometimes the girls are asking for booty braids, so that braids that come down to their hips. That is inappropriate um, for especially the younger nine-year-olds up to 14. Um, and the reason why it is inappropriate because it gives them an older look. And if you have done any research or if you know some of the statistics, black girls are not giving the, are not given the same grace that white girls are given. So a lot of times people will assume that they are older than they are just by their appearance. So typically in black households where the parents are doing a great job of parenting, they are mindful of what those hairstyles um, look like on their child and how it ages them or how it gives a different perception and to try to keep their young ladies as safe as possible. They will adjust their hairstyles to keep it age appropriate. Also, your kid has a long life of being an adult they don't need to jump into adult hairstyles as a child. They should enjoy their youth. 
um, they should have youth, youthful styles, okay? The other thing is long, long extensions cause a lot of stress on their natural hair at the root of the braid. So if your daughter decided to get booty braids and they're smaller than her finger, that means that base is really small and there's not much strength to hold that braid to their scalp. And you got all this weight down here then that, you know, it's gonna get wet in the shower. If they don't have it tied up right, they're gonna sleep on it. It's gonna pull on their hair, which will eventually cause more damage. So keep that in mind. Felicia said, you got that right. Well, thank you, ma'am. And that was on um, Facebook. I know you Instagrammers couldn't see it and I know the sound is not great. I'm sorry. Okay, so, um, oh, my last point was remembering about age appropriate styles. If you as a white parent are not familiar with what styles are age appropriate, please, come into the community start paying attention to families that you see that you um appreciate and approve of how their child behaves or how their child is great in school i'm not saying pay attention to necessarily all the pop culture because pop culture is entertainment it is not necessarily realistic for everyday households but again if you're raising a black child these are why it's important this is one of the reasons why it is important that you include yourself and your child into the community so you learn some of the um some of the the rules that we kind of go by that we are not always talking about okay um and one of those things is finding age appropriate hairstyles and giving our kids age limits on when they can wear certain styles like when i was younger um and this might be extreme or whatever but i'm just giving y'all an example when i was younger my mom said i couldn't wear red fingernail polish now she didn't give me an age that i could it was just, no, you can't wear red fingernail polish. I couldn't wear red lipstick. I couldn't wear, um, I'm trying to think of what else. She really didn't want me playing in a lot of makeup, but um, that was just an example. So you guys will have to set standards in your household. Like for some parents, they say, you can't get your ears pierced before you're 13 or you can't do this. And hair care is similar or hair styling is similar, especially for black girls. Felicia said, you're so correct about the age categorizing and the longer extensions, the more weight pulling on it. Thank you, ma'am. She said that I love that you not only teach hair care or teach hair and hair care, but our standards and we should have an everyday living for our young ones. Yes, ma'am. I feel like it's imperative that I clue these parents in um, who otherwise may not be able to have these conversations. That way they're not caught off guard um, and their kids are not left just kind of out there in the lurk. Um, I've had a couple of clients and I wish I could have done more to pull their parent aside and say, hey, these are the signs of your daughter um, maybe being exposed to too much and maybe setting herself up to be a target. And I'm not victim blaming because at any point a grown man puts his hands on the child, he's a rapist, right? There's no, ex there's no excusing that. There's no, it was her fault. There's none of that, honestly. But there are things that we should do as parents and as young ladies to also help keep ourselves out of so many situations. I was one of the ones um, at 13, 14, that was a sitting duck. Um, I was an easy target. I wasn't, by that point, my mom was not actively parenting. Um, there was plenty of times I got a chance to wear what I want to. And you know, I was on the trains in Atlanta going to and from school. Um, There's plenty of stuff that I got into that if I had a little bit more direction, I may not have put myself in those situations. Now, the men who acted on it were still absolutely wrong. And had I had it registered to me that they were wrong, they should have been held accountable. 
Um, so this is why I'm having these open conversations that it's not just about hair. It's because I want families to know what is happening in the world and how it's different for a black young lady and that they need to be aware of it to try to do their best. So that is my spiel on teen hair care today. I hope that it was helpful. You guys, as usual, leave comments in the comment area and I will get back with you as soon as possible. Happy Friday. Y'all go enjoy y'all weekend. I'm gonna get dressed and act like I got somewhere to go. I'm act like I got a hot date. I don't have anything but get my tires rotated, but I'm gonna get dressed. I'm gonna fill in my little ball spots on my eyebrows and everything. Lay some edges, y'all. All right. Thank you, Miss Felicia. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. I will talk to you all later. Let's see.